Blog Talk Radio. Welcome, welcome to the 1,772nd episode of Purpose Kingdom Network. I am your girl, Adrian Misunderstandings Allen, better known as Misunderstood Adrian. And as always, I take great pleasure in welcoming you to D-Block Church. Now, y'all know that this is the place for the whosoever wills. Everybody always stops me and asks me, what is Deep Black Church all about? And I just say, it's for the whosoever wills. And they say, well, whosoever will, what does that mean? You know, like, whosoever will believeth in him. You know, whosoever will will call in and listen. You know, whosoever will will actually sit and hear something and then take it back to their environment. Whosoever will will pick up on something or be pricked by something that will say, you know what? This is who I am. This is what I'm going to do. And guess what, y'all? On Purpose Kingdom Network, now on Thursdays, I can tell you if you pull up on a Thursday, if you ain't in D-Block Church, you're going to be in Gaga Goons. So tonight is D-Block Church. This is the place where we meet. This is the place where we come together. This is the place where we actually call it what it is. And then Gaga Goons is going to be a place where we work it out and talk it out and walk it out. But like you heard me say, that this is the 1,772nd episode. And now y'all know I'm big on numbers. So I got a few numbers for you tonight, and I want you to figure out maybe and see if you can see how we saw what all the numbers was. Now, remember, the phone number to call in is 319-527-527. Six zero nine one. The way that you get into the board is you press one. That lets us know that you want to speak. Then when you hear the beep, it is your turn to speak. Episode one thousand seven hundred seventy two. Now the first number that I came up with, or I ain't even gonna say I came up with this. The first number that I was given tonight is number five. She said it adds up to five. And I said, oh, okay, one, seven, seven, two. All right, help me out. And then Chappie said, five was the number of grace. So, resting in grace, we're going to say that there is still a five because guess what? We are alive, and we will always be alive as long as we look in five and live in five. That's grace, y'all. But now, if you add these numbers up, 1,772nd episode, that's 1772, it actually equals 17, which is overcoming the enemy and complete victory. So, wait a minute. Hold up. Ah, did you read what we were talking about tonight? Tonight, the question really is, do you want a revolution? Or maybe I should say, Do we need a revolution? 319-527-6091 is that number. And then, guess what? This 1772, it equals 17. But if you add the 17 together, that's 8. 
And that's a new beginning. So, with all of that being said, the question is, do you want a revolution? (laughs) Do you need a revolution? Because as we all know, the world is in a constant state of change and evolution. And at times, it can feel like the challenges and obstacles that we face are insurmountable. You know, that means, like, it's just too much, way too much going on at too many times, too fast. Every time you turn around, there's something else going on, and it's just like, what are we supposed to do? But however, I believe that through love, compassion, and a commitment to creating positive change, we can create a revolution in our own lives and in the world around us. So tonight, I want to explore what it means to actually want to have a revolution, both on a personal and societal level, and how we can work together to create meaningful and lasting change. So tonight, I'm asking you, what are you looking for? Whether you're seeking a revolution in your own life, in your community, or in the world, I believe that by coming together and joining forces, we can create a brighter and more loving future for all. Would you agree? So if you're ready, take this stand with me and be a part of the revolution. And I hope you will join me tonight as I introduce and we start a love revolution. I mean, let's work together and create this world that is more loving, compassionate, and just. So I hear someone out there saying, a love revolution, what is that about? Well, I'm glad you asked, because tonight I wanted to introduce the love revolution and tell you why it is so imperative that this becomes our next new thing, you know, number eight, the new beginning. This ensures that we can leave something for the generations to come. How about it? Now, someone out there I know is thinking that, you know, they tried this before. They did this already before. I heard this before. And, yes, you're sort of correct, but I need you to hear me out. The term love revolution is often used to describe a movement or a social change that emphasizes the importance of love, compassion, and empathy in society. So ask yourself, has that happened yet? While there have not been any historical events that have been specifically referred to as a love revolution, many social movements throughout history have sought to promote love, understanding, and equity as central values. Now, look at the civil rights movement. Like the mid-20th century is, was motivated, and it was put together with the desire to promote love, equity between the people and the different races. And how can we ever forget Woodstock? You can't forget Woodstock. You know, like love, everybody is just love and groovy. (laughs) You know, the hippies, the counterculture movements of the 1960s and 70s, they sought to create a society based on love, peace, and understanding. So basically, any movement or any effort that promotes love, compassion, and empathy can be, you know, kind of a love revolution. And it works to create a more loving and harmonious society, whether it's through activism, volunteer work, or simply just spreading kindness and understanding in our daily lives. 
Promoting love and compassion can help to create a more positive and connected world. And that's why I invite you to join with me tonight. So can you see it? The first thing I said was somebody is going to be like, oh, my gosh, she's trying to call a revolt. She's doing this. She's doing that. So I went to the definition. Now, you know that I'm a learner of this new chat GPT thing. So sometimes you can talk to the chat GPT like he's your personal friend. All right. And so what I did was I really asked the question like, okay, so what is the revolution all about? Let me tell you what he said. He said a revolution is a drastic and far-reaching change in a political, societal, or economic system of the country or society. It often refers to a complete overthrow of an established government or political system. Revolutions are typically characterized by mass mobilization of population, intense conflict, and a radical reorganization of the social and political structure. They can be sparked by a variety of factors, including political repression, economic hardships, cultural and ideological differences, and changes in the international system. Some examples of famous revolutionaries revolutions include the American Revolution, the French Revolution, and the Russian Revolution. Well, I want you to know tonight, starting here on D-Black Church, by the end of this year, they will be able to add the love revolution to the record. Now, you know this is D-Block Church, so let's just look at it for what it is. Because the first thing I said was, what? All of that? Let's break this thing down. So the first thing they said was a revolution is a large scale that changes that takes place in society or the country, often involving the overthrowing of a government or political system. Now, 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 calm down, because I'm not here tonight to overthrow anything. However, what we are here to do tonight is to just talk about how can we beat the hate? I mean, Dr. King said it best. The only thing that overrides hate is love. And that is why it's imperative that we really, really, really look inside and see how close we really are to achieving this goal. Now, you know the revolution has rules. You just can't be out here doing things just the way that we want to do it because half the time when we get emotional about things, we're not really doing what it is that we're supposed to be doing. We're now riding on the emotion of whatever it is, whether it's a bad emotion or a real good emotion, like we're going to win the, the Phillies, or the Phillies, the Eagles. The Eagles are going to win the Super Bowl, so that's an emotion that everyone wants to ride. So, therefore, you know, they have to grease the poles so that everybody doesn't go crazy and jump on canopies and do things that doesn't make sense, but they're, like, calling themselves celebrating. So if there are rules to the revelation, the revolution, I'm having a revelation right now because I just realized, wait a minute. We can break all this down tonight, so let's go here. They say mass mobilization. Revolutions typically involve a significant portion of the population becoming involved and actively participating in the efforts to change the system. Now, this can take form of a protest, demonstration, and other forms of collective action. Now, tonight, all I'm saying is that we need to love. We need to find understanding and forgive and learn to love others as we love ourselves. 
this is some cases seems to be one of the biggest problems that we are dealing with today. However, we are not going to get into it in detail this evening, but it should be noted that if we don't love ourselves, it will boil over into our communities, into our neighborhoods, our families, and into our daily lives. That next thing is intense conflict. Revolutions are often marked by conflict, whether it's between different groups within the population or between the existing government and those seeking change. This conflict can take many forms, including violent confrontations, civil war, or other forms of violence. Now, is there anything more that needs to be said about any of this? I think I believe that we live in conflict. We see the violence, and it feels like we are at war. Then it says radical reorganization. Here we go, y'all. A revolution typically results in a radical re- reorganization of a social or political structure of the society or the country. This can involve the creation of new political institutions or reallocations of power and resources and significant change to the way that society is organized. Can you be radical? Do you think that you have radical still left in you? Well, I want to do radical in another way. I want to love radically. I want to give everyone the sense of oneness in a radical way to the point where it literally changes the world. Don't forget, if you'd like to join live with me, the number to call is 319 527 6091. And don't forget, if you press 1, that lets me know that you are ready to speak. But we must remember revolutions are often driven by a variety of factors, including the economic hardships, political repressions, cultural and ideological differences, and the changes in the institutional system. The overcoming of revolutions can vary widely. They can range from establishments, from new or more demographic systems, to the rise of new forms of tyranny and oppression. My suggestion is that we just need to come together before any of these things really do happen. Now, I'm sure that someone is out there really just waiting for me to really talk about, like, the whole love thing, you know, why we as believers do what we do, you know, the love thing. The truth of the matter is that we do we do say that God is love, and we already know that the greatest gift of all was the sacrifice of Christ. So that's all love, the whole sacrifice thing, the whole dying thing, the whole being raised from the dead. You know, all of that was the love creation, but that's just a little bit of how we look at the love. And if you actually look in the Bible, there are examples of, I want to say, encouraging us to press forward, you know. And if you have an example in the Bible that you are just pressing to share with the world, I encourage you, please press one. That way you can discuss a few of them. Now, as I was studying and writing, I thought how appropriate that this is the week before Valentine's Day. 
you know, that's like the quote-unquote day of love. So, you know, this is almost like right on time. This is actually right on time word. So let's think, no, I'm not going to help you get out of buying whatever it is that you're supposed to be buying for your significant other. You do understand that Valentine's Day is only one day, and that, that love that you have should be way more than one day. So don't just think that you're going to show up on Valentine's Day and make the world better because that is not actually how it works, right? So, of course, you know, I talk to the chat. So I asked chat, like, what's actually the whole thing about Valentine's Day? And guess what it did? It actually broke down Valentine's Day. and I've heard these stories before, but I didn't really know for a fact. So now, I mean, if you d- agree or disagree, please call in. The number to call in, again, is 319-527-6091, and you can press 1. Now, when I ask, you know, ChatGPT, well, you know, I do call it Chibit for short. He's my friend now. He's my friend. But what I did was I said, okay, so tell me this whole thing about Valentine's Day. I want to tell the Black Church about Valentine's Day. I don't want to just say don't celebrate it. I don't want to say that it's like one of the most expensive holidays in the store. But, you know, I wanted to see what Chibbit said. And he said, Valentine's Day is celebrated on February 14th. It has its roots in ancient Roman history. The holiday is evolved over the centuries and has come to be associated with a variety of different customs and traditions. One theory is that Valentine's Day originated as a celebration of St. Valentine, a Christian martyr who lived in the 3rd century AD. There were several early saints named Valentine who were associated with love and romance, and the holiday may have just been established to honor their memory. Another theory was that Valentine's Day was originally a pagan festival celebrated as part of the Roman festival of Lucretia. This festival was held in mid-February and was associated with fertility, love, and the coming of service of its origins. Valentine's Day has become a popular holiday around the world, celebrated by couples who exchange gifts, cards, and flowers to express their love and affection for one another. Now, in recent years, it has also become a commercial holiday, with many businesses offering special deals and promotions to coincide with the holiday. So, in summary, Valentine's Day is a holiday that has evolved over time and has come to be associated with love, romance, and affection. It's a day to celebrate the people and relationships that are most important to us and to express our love and appreciation for them. So. Maybe that might have cleared it up for some people, but I'm hoping that what it did was it gave you all the desire to, like I said, not just do it on one day. I pray that you just find it to show love many days and many days to come. So now I hear you out there and you're saying, well, Adrian, then what is the love revolution? Like, what is that all about? You got to think that in today's world, It can often feel like, you know, we're being forced to divide ourselves from negativity, and negativity is like actually winning. We're surrounded by news of conflict and suffering, and it can be easy to feel overwhelmed by the challenges we face as a society. But in the midst of it all, 
There's a growing movement to reclaim love and compassion as the driving force behind our actions. This movement is rooted in the belief that we have the power to make a positive impact on the world by choosing the act with love and empathy and by working together to create a more connective and supportive community. This movement is more than just a feel-good idea. It's based on the solid evidence that shows the powerful impact that love and empathy can have on our lives and relationships. Studies have shown that when we practice empathy and compassion, we exercise a range of positive benefits, including improved physical and mental health. How about that, y'all? Stronger relationships and a greater sense of purpose and fulfillment. But more than that, the love revolution is a call to action. It's a call to come together as a community and work to make a world a better place, one act of kindness and compassion at a time. It's a call to see others with love and empathy and to recognize the shared humanity that connects us all. There's no question that this won't be an easy journey. We live in a world that often seems divided and hostile and changing the way that we think and act in a significant challenge. But the potential benefits are too great for us to ignore. If we can come together and build a world based on love and compassion, we'll create a brighter future for ourselves, our communities, and future generations. So I'm asking us, let's start today, the love revolution. Let's choose to see others with love and empathy and to act with kindness and compassion. Let's work together to create a more connected and supportive community and to build a world that's more loving, peaceful, and just. Now, have you ever heard anything like this before? Have you ever seen it done anywhere before? Yeah, exactly. I was thinking the same thing. Well, I mean, if you look at Christ, you know, if you really, really look in the Bible, and then I said, well, wait a minute, let me just check. Because how many people would actually say that the whole coming of Christ is like a love revolution all within itself. Have you ever thought of it? Because the concept of the love revolution is just to be understood in today's is not specifically, it wasn't specifically mentioned like that in the Bible, but the Bible contains many references of love, compassion, and kindness and encourages people to live lives characteristic by these qualities. So like if you look in the New Testament, The New Testament teaches of the love is the greatest of all virtues and that Christians should love one another. You know, John 13, 34, and 35. And then you also have John 1, 1 John 4 and 11. The Bible also encourages people to love their neighbors as themselves. Now, remember, I spoke on that before, and we might have to really, really delve into that. So maybe next week when we get to D-Block Church, we'll actually talk about how it is that you can love your neighbor as yourself. But then it also says that you need to love your enemies. So how many of you are not talking to somebody that you used to talk to and something happened and now you're not talking to them anymore and the whole nine? Like, that's how big this love revolution is. Because before we go outwardly, we have to do something inwardly. And so that means that we might have to check our own selves to find out what we might need forgiveness for, what we might need to forgive ourselves for. You know, that's that's 
really what God's word is all about, being able to see it for yourself and then being able to understand it better in someone else. So also, the Bible also teaches us that God is love, like I said earlier, and that his love is for humanity. And it was demonstrated by the sacrifice of his son, Jesus Christ. Like I said, remember John 3.16, for God so loved the world that whosoever, that's y'all, <laughs> believeth in him, shall have everlasting life, right? So through this sacrifice, God offers a new way of life, one in which love and compassion and kindness are the central values. So while the Bible doesn't use the term love revolution, it does contain teachings and examples of love, compassion, and kindness that are intended to inspire and guide people towards a better and more loving way of life. So, and if you are not familiar with that love that I've been talking about tonight, the good news of salvation through Jesus Christ is that the message of salvation is what you need, the forgiveness of your sins, the offering of the eternal life. That's what it is to have faith in God, to, to understand Christ. That's what we call the gospel. You know, the central message of Christianity is rooted in the death and the resurrection of Jesus. That is love. What is love? That is the most I want to say that's the best example that we have of love. And still to this day, everyone is trying to emulate what to do. But I believe that the love revolution is in simple to become more Christ-like in a world that we live in. So that's like shining light in darkness and becoming the beacon of light in darkness However, whichever way you need it to be so that they can see the Christ in you, the God in you. Now, why do I say the Christ in you? I say Christ because understand that Jesus walked this thing. And as he walked this thing and he was teaching and using parables and being the living example, he didn't really have any picks. He, there was no one that was off limits. And he came to them in the manner of which they could relate to him. So what do I mean by that? I mean, he didn't go to the bar and start reading out scriptures and giving the man scriptures and saying, you need to read this and you need to read this. And if you read this, this will save your life. Like, he couldn't do that. He had to have a regular conversation and put it in layman's terms so that people could just understand how it looked, why it looked that way, and we need to do that today. Everyone wants, everyone has their own specific way of doing things, and a lot of people think that it's their religion, but the thing about it is it's actually their routine. What you do religiously is like a routine because you do it on a daily, or hopefully you do it on a daily, but you might well, you know, some people have learned to only do it on the weekday. They only show up on the day that they're supposed to serve and call themselves doing it. And then the rest of the week, they don't have time for people. They don't have time for service. They don't have time to share. They don't have time to, to they just don't have time. They don't stop. They don't roll their windows down. They don't have spare change. They don't have time. 
These are not the people that we're speaking of in the love revolution. In the love revolution, you'd actually have to be embodied like Christ and take people for who they are, where they are, and understand what they are. Um, I know it might be easier said than done because I know when I listen to my when I listen to my mentor Antonio T. Smith Jr. He always used to say that your revelation can only be to the point of your experience. So if you have not encountered this grandiose love where everything is all one and everything is just peaches and cream, as we would say, then I understand that you have a hard time embracing this love. But I will encourage you to keep on living. Keep paying attention. And it's not going to come the way you think that it's going to come, but look at the situations that do come and see where the love is in it. Because believe it or not, even the people that are going through these horrible hurricanes, even the people that are going through the earthquakes and tsunamis and all of these tornadoes and everything that's going on, and we're watching all of this demise. No one ever comes back and tells you the story of how it brought the community together. No one ever talks to you about the fact that I never knew my neighbor until the tornado took their house and they needed to come and live in my house for three days. You know, or the electricity has been out on one side of the block for a week, and so now we have an extension cord coming from my garage all the way across the street to my next-door neighbor's garage just so that they can plug in their generator, and the generator is now producing electricity in the rest of their house. Like, that's, those are examples of love. That's the love revolution. It's not something that's really hard and far-fetched. Like, yeah, years from now, maybe next year, we'll be able to look back at this moment and say, wow, this is the day we called it. We called it, the, we called it that Thursday before, you know, like we called it right before Valentine's Day. And when we look at it next year, we'll see where it's been. Now, if the world has already changed, then you understand that there's nothing that can override hate but love. And that's what we've done and I believe that we will do it. So if you are out there and you actually believe with me, but you've never had a personal encounter with God, you've never had the moment, you've never asked God to actually come into your life and 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 look out for you, clean you up, save you, fix some things that you might have, you know, not really thought were that bad then, but now when you look at them today, you realize, mm, you know what, I might have been able to do that a little different. Or, eh, I probably hurt somebody's feelings in that, you know. So one thing that we do do here at Purpose Kingdom Network, it's kind of awesome because by us having two full weeks of programming, and when I say two full weeks of programming, I say that every night, except for Thursday, every night there is a different person on the air. And every night that person is bringing forth a word that has been given to them, and they are 
all different individuals. We come from all different walks of life. We come from all different ways. So, yeah, if you don't need this street, if you don't want to be on the block, if you ain't never been to the block and you don't know nothing about the block, then maybe the block is not for you. But by faith we good might be for you. The, the Anything might be for you. The healing eye, the dwelling place, they all, there's all different places where you, you know, BTW Ministries, you can get with any of them, Arthenius Jackson. Like, there's so many people that are on Purpose Kingdom Network, and we're all doing just one thing. And we're offering you a better relationship to know God and to ask Christ into your life and to receive the the saving knowledge of Jesus Christ. Like, that is our whole thing. Now, if you are into archives, it's www.blogtalkradio.com backslash Purpose Kingdom. And like you heard earlier, there's over 170 there's over 1,771 episodes in the archive. So what does that say? I mean, if you were to actually listen to one show a day for the rest of the year, you would be covered. Yes, I said that. If you listen to one show in our archives, a day. So it would actually be two because you'd listen to the archive during the day and then you tune in around 8, 30, 9 o'clock, whatever that hour is, that we actually come on and do it live. But you'll be able to actually saturate yourself in this word so that it becomes easier for you to exude the love that we need for a love generation. So now, I just told you that we offer the call of salvation. Now, earlier this week, someone asked me, well, you know, I know the call of salvation because that's like, you know, that's like the New Testament. I'm like, wait a minute, hold on. The New Testament might be summed up as like the gospel, like telling you about the death and resurrection of Jesus. But the call of salvation, on the other hand, refers to an invitation to receiving that gospel and then to respond to his message by accepting Jesus as your Lord and Savior. Like this is a call that gives you an opportunity to actually turn from the sin and then receive the gift of salvation through faith in Jesus. You know what I mean? So it's like a personal invitation to each and every one of us individually to receive the blessings of that actual gospel. So, you know, in essence, the gospel is the message, while the call of salvation is the invitation to respond to the message and receive its benefits. So, I mean, like, have you ever been lost or separated from God? And do you feel like the weight of the sin and you know that there's nothing or there's something missing in your life, the good news is that Jesus died on the cross for your sins and rose from the dead to offer you forgiveness and new life. Right now, you'll be able to receive this gift of salvation by turning from the sin and putting your faith in Jesus as your Lord and Savior. But what I want you to do is if you never actually 
afraid the prayer. I want you, it's funny because it's personable. And remember in D-Block Church, I used to just say, man, come clean. <laughs> come clean, be real, tell it straight, and don't play no games. He ain't got no more time, right? But then I realized that as we get closer and closer and closer to this love revolution, we're really going to have to understand that maybe it's us. Maybe it's the things that we need to look inside of. Maybe it's it's the washing. A lot of us have been baptized like so long ago that you might not have done good for years and you might benefit from a redip so that you can understand that this is the new beginning. This is the new life, you know, but like I said, we offer it every night here. And if you've never done a call, if you've never said the call, you can repeat after me or you can kind of use my template and go for broke how you need to go. But it's basically, dear God, I ask you to come in me today and I acknowledge that I am a sinner and I am in need of your forgiveness. I believe that Jesus died on the cross for my sins and rose again to offer it as a gift of salvation. I turn from my sins and put my faith in Jesus as my Lord and Savior. Thank you, God, for loving me and for extending the call of salvation to me. I receive the gift of salvation and the new life that comes with it. I ask you to fill me with your Holy Spirit and to give me the strength to follow you every day. Thank you for your grace and mercy, and I pray this in Jesus' name. Amen. Now, if you've said something like that, I mean, that's probably the best I've ever done for you, right? But now, if you've said anything like that, then understand that what God is already doing is acknowledging the fact that all he wants you to do is ask. We always make it seem like it's such a hard thing to do when you, you know, when you get saved. Oh, I'm going to do it when I get my life right. No, wrong. Do it now, and then that will help you get your life right. You know, oh, I did it, and now the world is going to be a better place. No, wrong. Believe it or not, what's going to happen is the enemy is about to be completely and utterly upset with you because if you have read my book, Surviving Tough Times, on your march, get set, go. You know, one of those days in there says, if you are good at being bad, the enemy will be mad. And basically what that says is, if you show your behind everywhere you go, the enemy likes you like that. Because that says that whatever God has put in you and whatever God has for you, you can't get it because you've been blocked by whatever this enemy is putting in front of you. So the more that you ask for the forgiveness to come into your life and to settle your life and to show you what it is that the Holy Spirit is actually trying to show you, the enemy will start throwing all types of things in your way. And I mean all types of things. Like you, the people that you love will die. Real rap. You, you'll watch it. You'll say that I'm going to do something and I'm going to do it this way and this is the way I'm going to do it and then your, your best friend will die which will try to throw you off your game. But the point of it is once you've asked God to come into your life, you have to rest assured and know that everything is going to be all right. You got to believe it in your heart 
that everything is going to be all right, no matter what it looks like. Know that God has ordained it so that you can learn something from it, get through it, build upon it, and then help someone else while they are going through whatever they're going through because now you have what is called a personal experience. So why did I bring this to you tonight at D-Block Church? Because I believe we need a revelation. We need a revelation to know that it's time for a revolution. What kind of revolution is it? The love revolution. Say it with me, y'all. The love revolution. Because I believe that we believe that we can all believe that this is just something that needs to be done. This is something that will be done. And I know that if we put love first, we will always conquer and we will knock out hate. People are out here trying to figure out what to do, how to do, what to stop, how to stop, where to stop, where can we do, where can we go. Let's all just take a step back. Look up in the sky. And thank God for sending us love, showing us love and being the example of love. And all we now have to do is emulate the love. I want to thank you for listening to me tonight. And if you are out there, you still have time to call in and press 1. The number again is 319-527-6091. I'm going to bring Brother Rob on so he can do the announcement. And maybe he could tell y'all about this number five that he talked about. But, you know, I ain't going to put him out there. But, you know, he need a revolution. So maybe he can come on in and tell us how he decided that it was going to be five. Brother Rob? Yes, I'm here. I'm here. Um, let's not discuss the number five right now. That's uh, for another time because uh, I don't want to um, show everybody how good I am in math. But what I am good at is uh, giving the announcements, and so I'm going to stick to that. And, by the way, uh, great show tonight. Uh, I really enjoyed it. This is the Product Purpose Kingdom Network. I'd like to thank each and every one of you for joining us for tonight's episode, no matter where in the world you are, whether you're listening to us via phone or online. We greatly appreciate your listenership and support of, for us here at Purpose Kingdom Network. And uh, we also thank those that share with their friends and family members. All right. And, uh Whenever we do a live broadcast, we're broadcasting live on www.blogtalkradio.com backslash Purpose Kingdom. And our call-in number is uh, 319-527-6091. And anytime you're on, you can just press the number one. You can talk to uh, any one of our hosts. All right. And uh, also, we invite you to like us on our Facebook page, which is at Purpose Kingdom on face- at Facebook. Uh, right there, you'll see our upcoming shows and advertisements from time to time. We do make major announcements on that social media page as well as others. Uh, we do have uh, pages at Instagram and Twitter at Purpose underscore Kingdom. And uh, from there, you can uh, just watch some of the, the events that we have coming on that meet, on those social media pages. Okay, and uh, if you want to contact us via email, you can contact us at PurposeKingdomNet at gmail.com where you can send your comments, questions, concerns. You can simply say hello or send a prayer request. We'd gladly honor that. Uh, also, um, we do have a radio network, which is pkn.com, and from there you can just listen to 24 hours of music of inspiration. 
And uh, feel free to share that with your friends and family members. Okay, and well, God's one, God's blessing. We'll be joining us tomorrow evening at the 8 p.m. hour with In Search of the Truth, and that's going to be hosted by Evangelist Cheryl Johnson. And once again, with God's one, God's blessing, we hope you join us tomorrow evening at the 8 p.m. hour with In Search of the Truth, and that's going to be hosted by Evangelist Cheryl Johnson. Okay, and with that being said, that's going to be the end of the announcements, and I'm going to turn the show back over to Minister Adrian. Well, we thank you so much. Um, what can I say? How do I how do I end this night? So let's just end it like this. Y'all, this is D-Block Church, and I want to kind of leave you with a challenge. The world that we live in can be a difficult and sometimes heart-wrenching place. Trust me, if you're watching the news today, you definitely see it. If you don't watch the news today, you don't know what's going on, but you can feel it in the traffic, in the malls, just in everyday conversations. But I truly believe that coming together, we can make a difference. We will make a difference. My saying is together we stand, divided we fall. With love, we will conquer it all. There's no pick, no race, no color nor creed. All in the way that we breathe, the way that we move and we have our being. And our children's children's children will be seen. That's why I wanted to invite you to join me on my Facebook page. It's On Your March, Get Set, Go on Facebook. Now, this is our chance to come together and show the world that we can do what it is that we want, and that is love. And what is it? It's the love revolution, and that's what it looks like. So I ask you, join with me in this endeavor. And you'll be a part of something that's greater than yourself, something that has the power to change the world and make it a better place. The time is now, and the opportunity is right here. So let's get set. Let's get ready to go and prepare to march. Let's make a difference together. On your march, get set, go. The love revolution. Let's get ready, get ready, get ready for the love revolution. God bless you all. See you next week. Don't forget, Thursday, God got goons. And uh, don't miss tomorrow's show. It starts at 8 p.m. But trust me when I tell you, each and every one of us comes with a different, powerful word of God. And if you are in need of a word, Make sure you check out the archives, www.blogtalkradio.com, backward slash Purpose Kingdom. I love you all, but God loves you more. Peace. Talk to you soon. Jesus led. He raised me, I will not lose. He saved me, I will not lose. I will not lose. Never wanna see me down. I will not lose.